Welcome to this episode of Dad Podcast, the podcast where two regular dads sit down and discuss the challenges, the blessings, and extraordinary duty of being a dad in the modern age. Let's roll the podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dad Podcast with me, Joe Mann, and I'm not alone as usual. Never alone, my man. <laughs> Timber here. How's it going? Yeah, well, I mean, that's, it's actually very true. As a dad, you are never alone, <laughs> even even in the toilet, as you'll find out one day uh, when your kid gets big enough as well. Like, no matter what is going on, uh, they are important enough to know that even when dad or mom are in the toilet, we need to say what we need to say. But yeah, so, yeah, we really are never alone. <laughs> my, my, my son used to follow me to the bathroom and I'd put him in the bath. Yeah. Like you know, you you got to you have your early morning um office session, mm. and uh, <laughs> I'd have to put him in the bath with like some toys, and then just get get down to business. It's it's not comfortable. Well, no, it's um, well, like can you imagine? It's not comfortable because now you have to like stand up and and you know and, and you have to wipe yourself and do all those things. And you're like, but it's also like at eye level with like your junk, and it's like that's it's just and kids weird. have no scum. They just stay. They just stay. You're like, hey, bro, just play with the toys. Yeah, it's like, bro, it's, it's it's the morning. What do you expect? <laughs> it's cold, okay. <laughs> Winter time, man. Yes. All right. So, I mean, today we're talking about, uh, you know, what happens when you become a dad. Because last week uh, we kind of had a conversation about, uh, you know, how we became dads and just our background stories about fatherhood and what uh, fatherhood means to us and what we've experienced through being fathers and also our relationships with our dads as well. But today we're taking it a step further, almost like chronologically as well. Mm. Yeah, we're talking about what 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 happens, what actually changes when you become a dad, and I think we we summed it up nicely when we <laughs> talking about now. Um, you know, you get you get tired because as a, as a free person with their own time in their hands, mm. maybe you only have to wake up at six thirty or something like that, and that's that's the thing. When kids come along, they wake you up multiple times, and mm. then. They wake you up at five, and so your day starts at whatever time they decide. So you can't be going to bed after watching Grey's Anatomy <laughs> till half past twelve. And and you know the thing is, I mean, I, I guess that's why it's so interesting to have these chats and these experiences because I mean, I've got three kids, and and like the beginning of their lives was in three different ways because with the first one, I was still married to their mom, and you know, so uh, but we've always had helpers around. So mm. I think. I didn't really suffer that much when it comes to like the night shifts. I mean, I think I was there like right at the beginning with the night shift and the and the bum wiping and a little bit of the feeding and stuff like that. But mm. but because after maybe like six months or so, then when you got older and then uh, you know the ex-wife had to go back to work as well, then we're like, hey, no, let let's uh, hand over to the helper lady. Yeah, and then uh, you know she'll like help out, and then in the mornings we'll do the morning routine with her and stuff like that. But at least the nighttime thing was was kind of sorted like that. So so for me it, it it was a weird one. I mean, how are you finding how are you finding the nights or how did you find the nights uh when you started out? Yeah, look it's it's a, it's a tough one. So we I think the the big thing that sort of dictates how your night shift goes mm. is whether you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding kind of thing. So yeah. we we did the 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 breastfeeding thing which is great for the guys cuz yeah, mama's got to get up and do all and the work. You yard. can't really do anything. <laughs> um, like, but what can I? I don't have. I don't have more. <laughs> I actually even had a song for that. <laughs> yeah. I had. I had a song. I had a song to explain to Lama that I don't have the milk. I, I can't remember. I, I, it was along the lines of like the Spider Man song. Oh, and then I was like, oh no, boobies. 
no boobies. <laughs> Papa doesn't have a big boobie. <laughs> he spins a web, he puts you to sleep. But Papa doesn't have a big boobie. <laughs> so yeah, that's how happy I was that he was breastfeeding in the morning and at night because I was like, I, I look when you're crying, there's nothing I can do for you, bro. I have to, I have to hand you only over one, to your only mom. one person yeah. to <laughs> see. My, my my wife caught on quite quickly, so she said, no, no, we'll start express expressing mm. and putting it into the bottles. Then I had to start getting up. Um, but it's a conversation we have quite a lot in amongst in amongst the guys, uh, the the young dads that that we know, or the or the dads who are and early in their journey and that's i know some guys don't get up at all um they're like no my job's super important so and the missus understands and she's like cool he has to do his job to care for the family and whatever and i was like okay cool um i don't know i I don't know how to bring up that conversation at our house (laughs) (laughs) well look i I, I think i've got an idea for you because i mean early on you were like but what, what kind of a job title do i need to have to to be able to get this free period at night. I mean, like, <laughs> if you've got your own company, just say, babe, I'm the CEO. Like, I, you know what M- I mean? I'm, MD. I'm, I'm a CEO. <laughs> MD. If I don't wake, if I'm not fresh tomorrow, the business, <laughs> the business isn't fresh, babe. You, you need to. <laughs> but it's, it's an interesting one because I think a lot of, um, a lot of relationships take a knock though on mm. that because it becomes that sort of who is putting in the effort. Um, we went yeah. through the, the point, the like a weird phase. We were like, okay, but I got up twice. And then like, it's your mm. turn and my turn. And yeah, it becomes a competition. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I've wiped two bums yeah. and, and three night wakings. No, what the a- last time he, he, like, he didn't poo. So that doesn't really count as a bum wipe. Yeah, yeah. Like if, it, if it's just pee, then it doesn't count because you don't have to like use too many wet wipes. So that's and And nappies, nappies. How did you, I mean, are you... Some guys freak out with nappies. I'm, I'm, ugh, just get it done with. Well, look, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird experience because uh, with with the girls, I was a, like, I was a lot more hands on there as well uh, with the nappies. But now with the with the little guy, I, I don't really change the nappy that much mm. because now he's a lot bigger and and and, and his poo's like strong. <laughs> it's gone to that point where you're like, but. But you're an adult, and yeah, and, and I'm wiping poo from an adult. This, this doesn't, you know, like when when it's when he's small and he's still like it's still like custard poo, you know, mm-hmm. it's like all wet and stuff because he's only drinking milk. Now you're like, but this guy is eating chicken nuggets and stuff, and, and you can smell it and see it in his poo. So, yeah. so I think I'd rather let I, I leave that to the professionals no. in the house. Mm. The lady that helps us. I mean, you know, she's a professional. She gets paid to do it. So I'm just like meh. I've got a parcel for you. Job, job creation, <laughs> job creation. There we go. So there's there's a whole lot of things that change when 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 the lighty comes home. So obviously your your sleeping pattern takes a knock. Yeah. Um. You've got this little person that goes with you everywhere. We chronically late now for everything. Yeah. Just because there's there's so much stuff to take like everywhere you go. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Well, look. I, I think I I kind of had that, and and maybe you'll see now when the when, when the second one comes in, um, that you don't really need to fuss that much about them, uh, you know, because because when you're a first time parent, there's so much stuff that you like you said, like you read stuff on the internet, and yeah, you speak to the pediatricians and you speak to doctors and speak to other friends, and so many people have got so many things that you need to do and pack and this and that. And then I found that with the second ones, it's just like, ah, but it wasn't so bad. We didn't really need like that nappy folding thing or we didn't yeah. really need this one or that one or whatever, you know. So I find that, you know, as as you get more experience, the kind of stuff that you need to pack gets, gets a little bit less yeah. and, and you stress a little bit less about, is he going to be fine? Is he going to be this? Or, you know, I mean, I think I remember the one time we actually, 
we actually went went to the hood and and uh, we forgot to pack the baby's nappies and and there was like a convenience store that sold like one nappy like for like 10 rand or five what? rand or whatever <laughs> i went to go to that. yeah so it obviously it wasn't like it wasn't his normal like huggies gold pull-ups mm. or whatever but it was like oh well you know what dude made a poo so we forgot the nappy and it's just like well we just make a plan and, yeah. and do and do it like that so i think with experience you learn to panic less and you learn to and you learn to plan less because i think you've got the experience of what to do if something goes wrong and i think it's also like you know that it's not the end of the world if he like poos his pants and then <laughs> stays there and like chills in there for like 30 minutes you know so yeah. you can always kind of get back home or you can always do this so it just yeah. depends on if you can bear the smell for exactly that, yeah for that 30 minutes <laughs> it's more for your comfort <laughs> not this. so on the, on the topic of equipment so that's one thing that we got really into and and it's I don't know if it's worse nowadays because of social media and mm. the girls can follow all the Instagram pages and what 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 but like we were, we got kitted with everything like we bought everything that you can imagine with yeah. one of those chairs that does the <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. you just put the toddler in there and then uh, it and just then mixes it just them shake. like yeah exactly um, and and Ben hated it I was like we spent two grand on that thing he hated yeah, it yeah as soon as you put them on and then you put the little vibrate thing on mm. yeah. It starts crying. He, we ended up putting him in a Metrofile uh, box, cardboard yeah. box, put some pillows in there and his toys. He'd sit in there for like 10, 15 minutes without complaining. That chair he hated. So that was that was a grudge, uh, not a grudge purchase. If, uh, it, just, it just was very useless. And I think to what you said is there's, there's so much stuff you get at the beginning mm. that you're like, we're going to need this, we're going to need that. Half of it you don't need. And the other scary part is like half of it you outgrow. Like, yeah, so quickly. Yeah, man. And, okay, but 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 to go back to like the, the the night schedule kind of thing. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, having to do the breast pump thing so that you can kind of like manage the schedules. How did you, uh, you know? And I guess it ties in with like the equipment and the gadgets and stuff. I mean, did you go manual with a manual <laughs> pump, or do you have the like electronic <laughs> pump? Did you go for the two boob pump, or like uh, like how did you go in terms of uh, your your choice of breast pump? Well, it, you know, ultimately, it's never my choice. I just, I just get told what we're getting, kind yeah. of thing. Um, and we went through a couple of them. There's, there's like this, the ones that plug into the wall, yeah. and then it does the whole thing. So that was where we started off, and we were like watch TV, and you've got <laughs> going on in your in your ear, and then um, I think I think Sky started getting frustrated with having to sit down and like get like p- pumped or milked yeah. or whatever the term is. Um, but <laughs> neither of them sound good. <laughs> my wife's no, just hold on. My wife's getting just, pumped. Just pumping. <laughs> my so wife's getting milked. Either way, <laughs> she's doing the thing for the kid. Don't don't frown upon these yeah. practices. Um, and yeah, no. Eventually, she got these like mobile little cup things, but they, it's, it's hard to kind of be discreet with those things because they like they sit on top of the boob and then yeah. like so she could be mobile but then somebody like comes to the to the house or something yeah. and she isn't she just forgets about them like what is going on there um but yeah like so we're just making food for the baby yeah yeah look i mean we yeah there's there's a couple of good options out there actually the the technology they've got um in and around this sort of area yeah. is 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 quite cool but yeah, I mean, I think it was it was nice to be able to be a part of the whole feeding process because at first, like, I felt useless. Like, as I mean, it's all, this whole nine months thing, and then yeah. all, all you get told is you just bring the car around, yeah, and then you go home, <laughs> and, and then you then get you the just, ultrasound, and then you just go, oh, okay, baby's got your nose. <laughs> 
Thanks. <laughs> I know this is totally off topic, but did uh, did anybody like do the whole oh he looks just like you thing? Well, you know, it's actually it's actually interesting you mentioned that because um, my neighbor came around and, and no, he doesn't look like the neighbor. But <laughs> <laughs> he was actually saying to me that um, the baby now, uh, Lamo, starts is starting to look a little bit more like Jessica, and, and he was saying that it's actually like a a nature kind of thing that like you know just in case as guys at the early stages we want to like deny paternity yeah that's yeah. why like nature makes it that the baby looks like you at the beginning and then as time goes on that you like you start to bond and you're like well <laughs> this is obviously my kid so i'm not going to leave him behind <laughs> nature's you know? fail safe yeah exactly and then and then then afterwards then you know they start either getting their own looks or starting to look more like their moms and yeah. and it's true as well because that's why I think that's why God made babies cute because otherwise yeah. we just like leave their asses behind. Like if it if it had a full set of teeth and a beard, you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't look after it. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, you'd be paying rent in my house. <laughs> We're very quickly getting to that point though. Um, dad's yeah. counting the days. You're like, um, but it's very true that, and we had that the discussion once. I was just thinking about the the process of having a child the whole nine months kind of thing mm. and i was like it's it's almost strategically like that because there's so much you have to get used to and just the like how slow human children develop i know yeah. from a mental viewpoint there's there's a hell of a lot going on there yeah. but i mean you consider most animals can walk in the first 10 minutes otherwise they're gonna get charred by a lion or something you know yeah, like, exactly yeah we're 11 months in going come on bro come on bro <laughs> not to sound weird but like babies are pretty useless when, they, when <laughs> they're born like, it's like you can't even burp yourself like i must still i must still burp you i must still be there sitting there after okay i've i've either i've fed you or your mom's breastfed you now yeah. i must be there sitting there like rubbing your back and because you just can't like be like Mid yeah. <laughs> middle of the night middle of the night me going has he burped yet? Is he not burped yet? I can't remember. If things progressed any faster as humans, I think we'd get over it. Um, yeah. I think we're actually very susceptible to just moving on with things. And like, <laughs> yeah, You see and someone gets a puppy yeah. and then like the puppy stops being cute and people are like, ah. Yeah. And the thing is, you a kid gets so ingrained in your life because you literally cannot do anything. It can't do anything without your help kind of thing. You almost reconditioned yeah. um, to this point where well, a yeah, year later. You, like, yeah, you're like almost blackmailed into loving them because, and that's the thing, because sometimes I've thought about it and I'm like, you know, with other guys who are like dads, but they're not like really like into having kids or whatever, or, you know, they're like, would they just let the kid run around with like the snot nose or just let the kid mm. cry? But like, I think it was engineered in that way that if the kid cries, it's actually so irritating that you would <laughs> rather see him happy. So it's not, it's, it's not that you like really care. It's just like, I'm trying to watch TV, dog. Like, you know, can you stop making noise? Okay, let's have a bit of a trade-off. <laughs> I'll, like, care for you yeah. and love you and make sure that you're happy and quiet. And then I can be happy and quiet and watch TV. So I think I, I, I think that's, like, how we get taught to love, maybe, as dads. Because, because I think we're almost at a bit of a disadvantage. Because, like you say, through the nine months, mm. we don't have that connection. Like, the only connection we have is... Oh, okay, let me talk to the baby through the stomach or, oh, he's kicking or... Yeah, rubbing, yeah, rubbing like, bellies. Yeah. And, and and then other people... I don't know, how do you feel about other people rubbing your wife's belly? I mean, now that, you know, you guys are pregnant again. So, so like, luckily, I mean, we, we both work from home, so... Um, it sounds weird. My wife doesn't get out much. Kind of thing, yeah. but, <laughs> so, she's not... Uh, yeah, there's not 
too many people around. And before that, with Ben, it was COVID time. So yeah. um, that's, I mean, no one was touching anybody <laughs> that, that, that yeah. phase. But um, I think it's something I wouldn't do to anybody else. I think it's weird if it, like another man d- does it. Yeah. I think that's an absolute <laughs> no-no. And I think it, it's, it's a little bit more okay if, like, if it's another lady if it's it, a lady like, oh, okay. yeah. but it's still it's still a bit weird yeah, um, pe- people touching like your wife's belly or like yeah but you know it was funny straight after COVID no one had seen and I don't think this matters to anybody else other than elderly people but the, the elderly hadn't seen kids like little babies in so long like yeah. two years they hadn't seen a baby mm. so you're cruising around with your baby in the pram and they were actually like old ladies just cruising up and going please can I just look can yeah. I just look like I haven't seen a baby in two years? And, and, and that's like, the thing. I mean, also for them as well. I mean, like with our babies, they've grown up with people wearing masks. Yeah. And like, I think maybe, maybe that it's also good for them and some sort of therapy for them to be able to see old people, older people yeah. who are not wearing masks and who actually can see like what a smile means. Because before yeah. if it's like you see people out in the mall and stuff and they're not wearing masks, it's tough to tell the social tells as, as, as a small kid growing up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing, maybe it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out in a couple of years, but the guys put a lot of weight on babies being allowed to see your face, like the yeah. whole peekaboo game and, and all of that. So it'll be interesting to see having had a period where kids have been blanked out a little bit, if that mm. affects anything. Um, well, I mean, I, I think we spoke to one of the pediatricians once and, and she was saying that it, it does affect them and also it affects her, like in, in her job as well, having to treat babies without being able to smile to show them that, you know, this is a friendly face and this yeah. is how you can trust a friendly face and things like that. So hopefully now with it, with it being faded out, it'll be a lot easier. Mm. But yeah, I was getting a little bit worried there when you, when you started <laughs> saying in the conversation by saying a lot of guys are putting on weight. And I was like... <laughs> This is the dad podcast. No. So, so generally, we, we do tend to put on weight during pregnancy. It's it's that it's that it's, it's that supportive husband pregnancy weight that I'm still carrying for twelve years now. Yeah. <laughs> Look, here, you just got to be thorough. That's what that's what we're going for. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I I blame I blame lack of sleep. I'm like, guys. Brother, I'm I'm sleeping three hours a night, and you still got to put in the same effort at work. Yeah. So you eating you eating when you can, what you can, <laughs> whatever's available, um, and and all of that. But maybe to 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 wrap up on this episode, in those early days, you're getting used to a whole lot of things. Mm. Uh, so probably talking about your 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 girls now. Um, were there any mistakes that you made? Like I'll I'll say I had a very terrible morning. Um, Sky was lying in bed. I was going to make her, it was just around, around about Easter time. Mm. I was going to make hot cross buns. It's just, you know, when I say make hot cross buns, I mean toast them. I was about to butter. say, you, you like <laughs> making it from scratch. You're, you're quite a handy guy doing that sort of thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah, got to blame the dad butt on something. Man's cooking is, is on point. It's elite. Um, and so I'm waiting for these hot cross buns to pop up. And I've got Ben in my, in my arms here. Yeah. And I still... Like I was trying to be conscious of like the space, like be spatially aware kind of thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, the thing popped up, and for some reason his leg just flung out a little bit, and it touched the toaster. Um, <laughs> and the toast was hot, 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 hot. Sure. And he, yo, he cried like he cried <laughs> like you can't imagine. And then like I was trying to be 
that that good husband you know yeah. i've got the baby i'm gonna bring you hot mm. cross buns he starts yelling she comes through she's like what's going on yeah. i'm like what have he you burnt, done to my child he bent his foot <laughs> i still try like not, not trying to make it sound like it was his fault yeah. <laughs> he bent his foot on the toaster like yeah. trying to remove as much of and my then, responsibility exactly. no but and, and when it gets to that stage it's like what did you do to the child and mm. then now you must still be like no i'm still the good dad i can still be i can get him to keep quiet i can get him to yeah. keep quiet but then you, after a while you just give up and be like okay fine just go to your mom and yeah she'll make it better and the, <laughs> those little things it's it's soul destroying man like i don't deserve this i'm not ready yeah. what am i doing why do i have this responsibility when clearly i'm bad at this and then you, you kind of learn as you have kids or as the kids get older it's like yeah. they're actually tough <laughs> and well yeah look i mean these things happen i i i remember one stage in particular when tati the oldest one uh, was only starting to move around and like, you know, I think it was one of those just put on the couch and then, you know, just go to the kitchen quickly mm. and then next thing, bah! <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and then you see again, now you, because you were left to the child, now mm. you must try and get them to keep quiet as quickly as possible so that, you know, the mistake wasn't as bad as it as, as, as it seems because obviously they can't tell yeah. that I actually fell. You know, it's just like, <laughs> if you can get them to keep quiet quicker, you can actually like, you know, get away with, no, it didn't really happen. It wasn't that bad. But then mm. when they're screaming, then then it becomes a bit more of an issue. So, Did yeah. you bail off the couch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we had one of those off, off, a, off a little mattress um, yeah. and he was lying next to me. He was chilled. We were hanging out and the next minute he, cause he, he, I mean, he wasn't even crawling properly then. Yeah. And he just did like a one, two step he, and whoosh, straight over the, off the, <laughs> off the mattress. And it, oh, again, you just, in that moment, you just feel like I shouldn't be doing this. Like, yeah. um, we took him to the pediatrician and he's like, okay, cool. What are you guys here for? I'm like, <sighs> and I'm also thinking like they have to tell the police or something. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, like SVU. Like, yeah. What have you done to the child? Like, we, so I'm like, we left he, him alone for <laughs> and he he fell off the mattress, um, or fell off the bed is more is to be more accurate. And then yeah, the pediatrician was just like, ah, it's okay, we'll check for a concussion. But he's like, you're probably the third one already today. I was like, okay, cool, cool. Like, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it doesn't make that. it any more okay, but. I mean, if the pediatrician's like, okay, cool, it it does happen. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you can't, you can't feel and, too bad. And was he concussed? No, no, no he was fine. Oh, he, he was fine. Oh, but okay. I was still in trouble for like a long time, man. <laughs> but then you find that you like sit there and wonder like, like, does this happen when like when she's alone with the baby or do you like sit there and be like you know maybe if it happens and then you're like ah yes vindication like obviously just on the inside low key <laughs> low key Very you, low you key. hear him crying because he fell on something blah 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 and you're like well <laughs> <laughs> look i can't be happy about this but you know look these things do happen <laughs> so so you're saying he fell is that while he was while he was under your care <laughs> yeah so i think that. That sums up this conversation about uh, getting, what do we call it? The transition. Yeah, like transitioning to being a caregiver because that's what it is. I mean, I, I think we've spoken a lot about like how nature kind of prepares us uh, through 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 the high-pitched crying because, I mean, yeah, my kid was a crier. Like this one, yo, he was... I remember walking up and down those corridors and, and, and because the house is kind of long, like I walk as far away as I can so that the <laughs> mom doesn't wake up to be like, you're not doing it right. What are you doing wrong? You know, so just walk away. If you don't keep quiet soon, I'm going to look like a bad dad. And, and you're number three. Like, surely 
I should be good at this by <laughs> At the very least, your training wheels should be off. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, look, even after even after number two, it's still it's still a tough thing to get used to. I mean, for me, because it was ten year a ten year wait. But yeah, look, I, I'm 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 grateful to have had the journey. Uh, you know, we still continue to have the pitfalls, and and like we said from from the very beginning of the podcast, this isn't about like being the perfect dad and always just talking about doing the right things we do mess up and we do uh you know have our own failures but uh, i think it's in trying to talk about them and seeing that okay because i'm not alone then really i can't be that bad you know and also just just in the attempt to try and try and be better that's all yeah. we want to do try and be better dads yeah cool all right man so that wraps us up uh, that wraps it up for this episode of uh, dad podcast from myself timber and me joe man that's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of the Dad Podcast. And if you'd like to get hold of us, share your thoughts, or maybe be a guest on an upcoming episode, all you got to do is email us at dadbodcastza at gmail.com. See you in the next one.